I was here back back in the springtime. <laughs> oh man, God is good. I believe there's a word. Amen. Amen. I, I I thank y'all were talking about some snakes on last night. Amen. And, amen. And I think you might have learned that not all snakes slither. Amen. So I believe some of you probably were looking around at some of your friends and family. See if they might be one. Amen. But yeah, yeah, snakes come in all shapes, sizes, and colors. And I believe Pastor Lomax took you high. God willing, we can stay on that momentum. Those of you who have your Bibles, you stand for the reading of God's Word in the Old Testament book. Uh, we're just going to look at Psalm 23. I just want to give one verse. One verse. Amen. Isn't that good to know you've been redeemed? Yes, sir. Amen. Redeemed. Bought with a price. Amen. Psalm 23. I just want to read verse 4. From this version, it says, Even when I go through the darkest valley, I fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. King James Version will read something like, Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death. God, we thank you for your word. God, bless us right now that we might be blessed. Father God, remove any distractions from this place. We want to receive a word from you this night. Speak to us that we might be spoken to. Change us that we might be changed. Somebody pressed their way through tonight, Lord God, because they needed to hear from you. Speak to them. Whether it's a whisper, whether it's a booming voice, speak to them tonight. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. May be seated in the presence of the Lord. I just want to talk to you for a brief moment about keep walking. Keep walking. Amen. You know, one of the commonalities that we can find easily, I believe, in here tonight is that all of us have been through some stuff. Yeah, yeah. And and matter of fact, if we were truly honest, some of us going through some stuff right now. One of the things that I've taught myself to do is that every time before I speak, I say, God, remove any distraction that would be in this place because I understand that some people under the sound of my voice are going through something that they might be more focused on the stuff they're going through than the word you're about to give them. So I say, God, remove that distraction. Take it from them so they might be able to hear from you, that you might be able to speak to them. There's something about life that gives us that commonplace, that we go through some stuff. Matter of fact, old folk used to always say, when people would brag about not going through some stuff, the old folk would say, just keep on living. And sure enough, you'll find yourself in a place of hurt, a place of pain, A place where sometimes you feel like you can't see your way through. That's why I think it's so important to have revival. That's why I think it's so important to have good church services. You can come together collectively with some people that have been through some stuff. 
and you've been through some things and you can share your testimonies and you can share your praises and you can right. do all these That's things right. that you might get re-energized and get encouraged and, 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 and you might just get uplifted again right. that, that in that moment you forget that you're going through some stuff. That you're going through. See, I, I, I tell you, you know, all, all of us in life, we go through some stuff and, and we get to a point in place where we get frustrated and we get upset and we, and we just need to press back into God to get what God has given us because that's what life is. Life really is a lot of highs and lows. And, and, I, and I tell people all the time, I, I say, don't get so comfortable thinking that you got it all so good because life can change in a matter of minutes. And things will happen to you and, and, and you'll be looking high and pretty one minute and then the next minute you, you, you'll be on your backside looking up because you just don't know what life is going to bring you away. I, I always tell people stop waiting till nighttime and say I thank you that I made it through because it's a lot of people that go to work and never make it home. And so I, we, we got to learn to say thank you throughout the day many times because it, it could be our last time. And we, we got to realize that as we go through life. And, and here's the thing. This really ain't about having a pity party because all of us go through stuff. And it really ain't about sitting around and see who got the worst horror story or see who can give God the greatest praise. It's just that collectively we've been through some stuff. And because we've been through some stuff, we've got to understand that it's God who has gotten us out of it in this particular text says even when I go through that's powerful right there yes, it is. that's yes, powerful it is. right there yes, but, I mean we, I could just say one thing and then we'd be done and that is this you ever heard somebody say I'm going through hell right now yes. you, you done heard people say that the beautiful thing about it is uh, uh, what, I, what I would suggest when I hear somebody say that I would say keep going don't stop that's why this, this, this sermon is called keep walking yes because if you're going through, keep walking. Yeah. Don't stop. Don't stay there. Don't 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 try to try to sit around and have a party. Right. Keep it moving. Because God can take you through something. But see, a lot of us it, it get, get to points and places where it, it gets so bad and we get so used to it that, that we just stay there. Yeah. That, yeah. that some yeah. of us get like that runner that when we're in a race, we get to running and we think we're in the lead. It, you ain't always in the lead because you look and don't see nobody around. Yeah. Sometimes you done got so far behind. Behind, you can't see nobody. But 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 but, but the whole point is keep walking. I keep, I, I keep telling people this, this is not a race. This is not a contest. I'm so glad that, that I'm not in competition with you. Praise the Lord. See, see, I, I, I'm so glad that, that, that I'm not in competition with anybody because God can just, can, can just do something in, in my life. Yes. And, and if he did it in my life, he could do it in your life. That's see, watch, right. we got to get to a point where we come in church and we sit down and we look around and we do a road check. Yeah, yeah, we started to do a road check because I, I, I've been going to a lot of churches lately and, 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 and I've been watching my own congregation. And on. one of the things that I've noticed is that you got some people, well, I don't care how good the choir sings, that's right. I don't care how well the preacher preaches, right. I don't care how well the piano player playing, yeah. they sit there like a bump on the log. Yeah. 
They sit there like they're mad at the world and they sit there like they're frustrated and, 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 and don't even want to speak to you. And, and you know what? That's all right if that's what you want to do. But I always tell people the beautiful thing that we learned that when we got back together after COVID is that we can worship together. That means we can praise God together. That means that we can open our mouth together. That means that we can shout and ain't got to worry about what nobody else is saying or doing. Sometimes you might be the only one on your road shouting. That's right. And that's all right. If somebody wants to sit there and look all mad, all upset, and all mean, that's that's on them. And you can't worry about it. But sometimes you got to move because that mess can be contagious. Yeah, because sometimes when they don't want to shout, they look at you funny. Almost like you're in the library trying to shush you. But we ain't in no library. We in the house of God. And it's all right for you to shout because because this might be your last time. I don't know. And 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 and, and then and then I remember when I was younger and I would sit there and look at people and they would get to dancing and they get to shouting and sometimes it'd be the only one and sometimes one of them would get up and run out that door and come back in that door and you looking at them like they're crazy and what was wrong with them and all this stuff and it don't take all of that. But then when you get a little older and you done been through a little bit of stuff. You begin to understand why they ran. You begin to understand why they did that dance. And then then sometimes, some of us, you might even develop one of your own. Because you you want to just give God back something because he didn't brought you through something so far. And you know what? I'm going to help some of you. God don't care if you ain't got no rhythm. Amen. Yeah. You, you ain't got to be on beat. You ain't got to be on key. Do your dance. Yeah, yeah. Man, when you look back and you realize what God has brought you from, there's a certain cockiness. There's a certain boldness about you that you don't care who's looking at you. You don't care people frowning at you. Matter of fact, sometimes people, sometimes the ushers need to stand back and let that person just sit there on the floor and let them waddle if they want to. Let them do whatever they got to yeah. do. Because you, you can waddle and flip and flop over there. And then we can just keep preaching over here. Yeah. We can do whatever we got to do. We ain't got to stop because you're doing what you're doing. Sometimes we need to let people do what they do. Yeah. Because they need to get that out of them. Man, this might be the last Amen. time. Saw a lady today when I was at the home improvement store. And she said, look at my scars on my legs. I done had knee surgery. I had knee replacement. I had this one replaced in November and this one replaced in March. I said, you know what? That's no small thing. You want to know why? I said, because one of my coworkers just had knee surgery too. But they died from complications. So I said, that's, that's, not, a light, that's not something to be taken lightly. I said, you ought to praise God. For the simple fact that you had not one but two knee surgeries and you still alive. Amen. 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 Heck, some of y'all might need to start shouting next time you get a tooth pulled. You, hey, hey, you, we, we just got to start giving God the glory. Don't, don't, don't matter what it is because any, anything could happen. But this thing, is, this text is preparing us for the fact that we're going to go through dark seasons. That's right. 
We're going to go through dark times. Matter of fact, if some of us probably feel like our whole life has been nothing but trouble after trouble. Hard times after hard times. But we're still here. See, see, you got to, it's on you to decide if the cup is half empty or half full. That, that's on you how you look at things. You've got to decide if you want to give up, if you want to moan and complain, or if you can, or if you want to say, God, it could have always been worse. And God, I thank you. That you didn't brought me through. Yes. Matter of fact, this text is preparing us for the fact that we we have always associated and made a valley synonymous with pain. <laughs> People would talk about, man, I'm going through a low point. That's a valley. Yes. I'm going through a valley in my life. Yes. Meaning we didn't hit some bottom places. Yes. We, we didn't hit some low places, some, some right. bad spots. But the text says you're going through. See, a lot of us read the text, but we don't read it with understanding. Amen. The text did not say that you would sit and stay in your valley. The text says that you're going through. And so we've got to understand that if God said we're going through, even though I don't know what the other side looks like, I might be getting beat upside the head now. I might be going through some hurt and pain in my body now. I might got some aches right now. I might might be bruised, battered, and scorned right now. But I understand that there's an other side to this because I'm going to trust God long enough to get to the other side because he has promised me. That I'm going through. Come on now. Come on. People people like, let's see, the problem with a lot of us is we just like to say the right things. And and, and sometimes we just try to put on an air or a show for other people. And, and and see, I like re- I like when when preachers say real church for real people. Yeah. And that means that if we get raw, and that means that if we have to cry sometimes, yes. and that means that if we have to share the pain and the agony of what we've experienced, and so be it. If it's gonna help somebody get through. Yeah. See, this is why a lot of young a lot of young people don't want to come to church anymore because they're sick and tired of watching folk just sit up there and talk about how great everything yeah. is. Yeah. Yeah, like you ain't right. never got no problem. Like you ain't never had no pain. You always want to be celebrated, but you don't never want to talk about your trials. Lord have mercy. But 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 the text talks so much about our trials. The text talks so much about our pain. The text talks so much about our struggle. Because we're going through some things. That means that 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 God is able to deliver us. But the thing about being delivered, you gotta trust the deliverer. Yeah, yeah, we, 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 we have to trust within ourselves that God is true at his word. At his word. See, we got to stop with that, with that, with that stuff saying, uh, God said it, I believe it. You just got to, it, God, it don't matter if you believe it or not. It's true because God said it. And see, many times we're wrestling with, uh, 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 because we're waiting for the, the deliverance. But see, God didn't always tell us when we're going to get delivered. That's right. So watch this. Sometimes the sometimes the miracle is in the process. So I was preaching last night at a revival about the miracle in Mark where, where, where God had, had taken where some people called they that didn't even have a name. They took him to God because they wanted God to touch him. Yeah. And when he touched his eyes, he said, God, I know you touched me, but I still can't see right. 
It's still a little foggy. It's a little clearer. The people look like trees walking. They don't. They don't quite look like people. That's Mark uh, chapter eight. You can look it up. And 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 so many would think, well, why didn't this thing work? Can't God heal the raise the dead? Can't He give uh, hearing to the deaf and sight to the blind? Why didn't this thing work? And I believe in that particular instance, in that text, God was giving us at least one miracle that we all could relate to. And that is sometimes you got to trust the process and you're not going to get an instant miracle. And sometimes the miracle is in the process because you got to have faith, because if you don't have faith, then what is the point of having God? Amen. Oh, that's deep. Amen. That's rich. Yeah, because 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 see, if God just delivered you without you having faith, then that means you have no part in the whole process. Amen. Amen. And so sometimes God will touch you. Yes. And then you still got to carry on because when Jesus said, "Can you see?" He said, "No, things are a little sketchy." And guess what? God said, "I'm gonna give you another touch." <laughs> That's a, That's a process. That's not instant. That means you've got to wait because we don't always understand when the second touch is coming. We don't always understand how long we're going to be in the valley. We, we think that if we show up at, at, on a revival, at a revival, or if we come to enough Sunday schools, or if we give enough offering, and if we do all of these things, then God is obligated to do what we want him to do. But God is still God, and he can do whatever he chooses chooses to do which includes telling you no and so in the process of what God is doing when you trust him in the valley because see a whole lot of us this is why God you know why God keeps so many of us in the valley so long it's because when you get to the mountain you forget God thank you yeah yeah see I think a lot of people think that this journey in Christianity is about blessings it ain't about blessings. It's about getting closer to God. That's right. And God having a relationship with you. And the blessing is a byproduct of that relationship. So if you never get another quote unquote blessing, God is concerned with whether or not you're getting closer to Him. That's right. That's right. And so some of us get caught up in the blessings that God says, I need for you to sit in the valley just a little while longer. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, because because you've never called on God before, like when you thought you were going to die. Then you called on him. Night and day. All day. Or when you thought your child was getting ready to go to jail, you kept calling on him. Or when you was trying to get your grandbaby or delivered off of drugs, then you was calling on him. When you was trying to give up your addiction, yes. then you started calling on him. Yes. And God said, I'm going to let you stay there a little more. I kind of like this. I kind of like hearing you call my name. I, I, I kind of li- like seeing you in prayer a little bit more. I ain't never seen you so scared before. You, you was getting to church 20 minutes early. <laughs> I, I kind of like this thing here. I'm going to let you stay in the valley a little bit because you, you, you used to get there late. Now you're getting there first. You 
beating people, pushing people out the way to get to the front. You, you're going to the altar more. You're showing up for Sunday school. You're calling the pastor and asking him, are we going to have Bible study and all kinds of stuff. And you're on Facebook looking at other people's uh, sermons and everything because you're in a situation that you want to get uh, out of and you're in the valley. So you begin to do what you, uh, you in that moment you consider extra. But God said, this ain't extra. This is all I ever wanted. Yeah, yeah. Just wanted your attention. <laughs> Y'all have been in them places where, you know, somebody always got to tap the mic. Yeah. May I have your attention, please? <laughs> I think God does that sometimes when we're in the valley. He allows us to get in the valley. That's all right, though. Because now God has your attention. All right. And isn't it, isn't it kind of sad, though, yeah. that we got to go through some stuff for God to get our attention? Yeah. We got to go through tragic moments, yeah. moments of pain in our body, no, ugly relationships. Yeah. Oh, let's park right there. Give me about two minutes right there. Some of y'all have been in some nasty, ugly, toxic relationships. Matter of fact, it took for you to be in an ugly relationship for you to look up what the word toxic meant. <laughs> you didn't even know what the word narcissist meant. Until you got in an ugly relationship. Lord have mercy. Matter of fact, you went to the doctor the next day and asked them to tell you what bipolar meant. Because you were in a nasty relationship. And you were trying to figure it out. And then you began to call on God and ask God, why am I in this ugly relationship? Yes. And you want to know, you want me to help you. I'm going to give you a tip to let you know how you're in an ugly relationship. And you need to get out of it. It's when you begin to work long hours and don't need the money. It, it's when you get home and spend an extra 30 minutes in the car while you're sitting in the driveway and don't want to go inside. Yeah, that, that, that's, that's two little clues to let you know that, that your relationship might have some problems. And, 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 and you get to that place where you're like, God, get me out of this thing. We live together, but I don't like him. Yeah. <laughs> I'll never forget as a chaplain, I went to this lady's house. She lived in Petersburg. She passed away now. And she was always there by herself or with a, a young person that was doing some stuff in the kitchen, uh, like a CNA or one of her family members. And I met this woman six, seven, eight times. I don't know. And we were talking, and we'd get real deep on some stuff sometimes. And one, and one day, she, she um, uh, started telling me about her husband. I can't remember her name. Now I said, ma'am, I didn't, I didn't know you was married. She said, yeah, he, he always working, gone and stuff. And I said, well, why? You don't never talk about him. I didn't know you was married. I didn't see you half a dozen or a dozen times. She said, she said it just like this. Because I don't like him. <laughs> and I said, wow. Wow. But you married to him. And you're living in the same house. And if truth be told, you know some folk like that right now. And they the ones calling more and more on God. Yeah. And, this is, and, and we laugh. But this is reality. Yes, it is. When people make bad decisions, poor choices, and then they got to live with the consequences. And then they say, God, get me out of this valley. Yeah. And God said, wait a minute. 
Why you ain't come to me and pray before you got in the valley? I would have told you not to go that direction. I would have told you that ain't the one for you. I would have told you not to call him back. Everybody that give you their phone number, you ain't got to call it. That's right. Amen. Yeah, yeah. I love that block feature. See, we, you back in the day, you didn't have it, but now you got that block. Yeah, just block. But but you know how you you also know how you in a toxic relationship when you get to the point that you can't block them, but you still keep looking to see what they doing, and you know that they ain't no good for you until you can block and move on. That stuff is gonna continue to hinder you. And mess with you. And then you want to blame God. That ain't God. That's you. And God is saying, I'm trying to get you through the valley. And you're trying to waddle in it. (laughs) You got to keep moving. That's right. That's what this thing is about. Oh, but it gets better. Because when you're in this valley, the text says, I will not even fear danger. Oh, man, we preached a couple weeks ago, be scared for what? <laughs> be scared? You, you claim you a Christian. Yes, Lord. You claim you love yes. God. Yes. And then every time little stuff come up, you getting scared. <laughs> be scared for what? <laughs> but yet we say God has blessed us, and then we hollering up in church, we are more than conquerors. But then you get scared when the bill collector call. Yeah. <laughs> Come on now. It don't make no sense. No. Because God can take care of you. If you trust him. That's right. And you trust the process. That's right. And then when you get real big and bad, you understand like Paul, that God may not remove the very thing that That's hurts you. Right. Yes. He'll bless you to live with it. Yes. See, why? We, we got some serious worshipers in this house. Amen. We got some serious Amen. praises in this house. But it has not allowed a pain or frustration to skip your household. That's right. That's right. Because even in the midst of every negative thing that was happening to you, some way, somehow, you still kept a praise. That's right. That's right. Even when you didn't have everything you thought you were supposed to have. You didn't get everything you thought you were supposed to get. You didn't even think God was doing what he was supposed to do. But some way, somehow, God took you through it and you still able to say thank you for another day. God said, I'm bringing you through, through, through this thing. So, so in, in life, you face some stuff that could have killed you. Amen. You face some stuff that could have killed you. Because you know how good God is. God blocks things that you didn't even know nothing about. That's right. God blocks some stuff. I, I will never forget uh, that, that one time, uh, I believe I got the story right, but, but everybody remembers 9-11. Yes. And, and it was one of the most tragic days in American history. And there was this, this one lady, uh, she was giving an interview and had, I forgot what she was doing. She was doing something, shaving or doing something and had a little blood on it. And it blood had got on her shirt. And she was giving an interview and she didn't even realize, well, she did realize it. And that's why we, we, uh, uh, she it slowed her down because she started to go back, I think, went back and was looking for something and couldn't find it or whatever. And they started interviewing her about her thoughts and everything. And they said, why? 
if somebody found her, said, why are you sitting up here with that blood on your shirt? She said, really, I'm just praising God because I was supposed to have been at work this morning. See, see, we don't even know when to shout. Because you, because you know why she won't at work? Because of the blood. The blood. The blood. The blood. As a Christian, you ought to shout anytime somebody talking about the blood. There was a time we would say, I know it was the blood that saved me. But I know it was the blood that covered me. And I know it was the blood that protected me. Because danger seen and unseen. Who's to think that you are supposed to be sitting in your desk at work. And because something happens it slows you down. And you escape death. Because of the blood. Oh man somebody in here ought to be clapping and shouting. Because uh, 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 I know it was the blood that saved me, but I know it was the blood that has covered me from danger seen and unseen. And, and, and that's so powerful because we often thank God for what he's brought us through. But sometimes we ought to be thanking God for what he never allowed us to see. That's right. What he never allowed us to experience. How, how, how he kept that deer in the cornfield and it didn't run out in front of you. And how he kept your house from burning down. And how he kept that stray bullet from you. And how he kept your car on, on, on in the lines and, and, and how he was able to, to continue to provide for you and take care of you even in times when you couldn't take care of yourself. Yes, this sir. is the experience that God has taken us through valleys. Yes. And sometimes we don't even know that we're in a valley. <laughs> That's right. But God is just keeping us and taking care of us. Because he said, yea, though I walk yeah. through the shadow, the valley of death. I shall fear no evil. I'm going to say this and I'm gone. That text just right there says, yea, though I walk through. You know what it means when it talks about a shadow? The, 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 the shadow is important because it gives you the impression or the experience or the simulation of death. But it's not the real thing. It's kind of like you shadow boxing. Yes. But you ain't hitting nothing. That's right. Because it's giving you the appearance that you're going through the motion mm-hmm. and something is happening come and on, it God. could That's happen. But God is just showing you what could come and things to come. Yes. Uh, uh, but but I'm protecting you and I'm keeping you right. and I'm covering you in this thing. And all that I want from you is one thing. Keep walking. Keep walking. Don't worry about who behind you. Don't worry about who's beside you. That's right. Don't worry about if mama coming. Don't worry about if daddy coming. I just want you to keep walking. When things get tough, and they will, I just want you to keep on walking. When the walls look like they're caving in on you, I just want you to keep on walking. When the money is funny and it changes strange, I just want you to keep on walking. I just want you, whenever you're going through, when those kids getting on your last nerves, when when they, when they dropped all 15 of your grandbabies off at the same time, I, I, I just want you to keep on, keep on walking. Don't, don't get weary. Don't get tired. Keep on walking. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't. I, I just want you to keep walking. Lord have mercy. But, but because the valley is gonna always be the valley. That's right. But I just want you to keep on walking. Yes, sir. And if you keep on walking, I don't know when, and I don't know where you're gonna end up. That's right. But I do know this: that if God brought you to it. The Bible says he'll take you through it. I just came to encourage somebody to keep on walking.